I'm Anna. And I'm Zoe. Welcome to That Christian Podcast. Hello and welcome back. Sorry it's been a while, but I think it's worth the wait because we have, I don't know why I'm using my hands, um, we have a very exciting special guest today. Hello, I'm back. It's Anna here and I'm so excited to be sat on the podcast chair next to Zoe. Sat on the podcast makeshift kitchen chair our dining cha- dining room chairs that we take up but it's very nice to have you back I feel like I've missed I've missed doing podcasts with you I've missed doing podcasts with you and well we've just been sat here sticking Orla's baby tights on our heads we're actually losing the plot it does look like a little bunny though it does if you put baby tights over your head first of all it compresses your head <laughs> it's so sore and second of all it makes you look like a bunny but yeah, we're very happy to be together, <laughs> doing strange things again. Did you, Did any other podcast guests that you have on put bunny tights bunny over their heads? To be fair, we only ended up having one guest. Basically, so far? Yeah, we'll do more. But basically, we've been planning on having this one together the last couple of weeks, but um, it's not really worked out, so we're just like, you know, it'll happen when it'll happen. So sorry we've been away for... A wee while. It's, it's been on me though, to be fair. I've just been so. Oh, your fault. Zoe, You're a bad Zoe, person. Zoe, Zoe keeps being like, can we do the podcast? And I'm like, I am so tired. You care more about your child than our podcast. Let's know, Sarah. You bad person. But no. But we've got it today. We do. So we thought we'd just give a little update on Anna's life. Well, all of our lives. You're an auntie now. I how, am an auntie. How is life being an auntie? I love being an auntie. Personally, I don't know why anyone would have children for themselves when they can just latch on to their sister's children and dogs um yeah I just love it very much I'm so happy she's just so cute she is a cute baby yeah so I do, like I do it's hard to tell because I think I'm biased but I do think that she's a really well, no, I probably am biased no I, I think, think she's cute. cutie pie no I do think she actually is like genuinely a cute cute baby um but yeah anyway have you missed being on the podcast Anna I have I missed no well I've not missed you because I think I've seen you every <laughs> single day since we... Ha- have I seen you every single not day? Not every day. Almost every yeah, day. Yeah, quite a lot of the days. If I've not seen you, like, properly, it's been that you've, like, walked the dogs for us or you've done something yeah. to help. Zoe, can I just say, Zoe has been a little superstar. Um, She's done so much for us, which has been amazing. I mean, you act like I'm so selfless with it. It's literally because I want to hang around with Orla <laughs> and give her loads of cuddles. It's not exactly out of the goodness of my heart that I'm helping. So, oh yeah, so if anyone has missed our baby, Orla is my new baby as well. Orla is my new baby. My new like, baby. my new handbag. <laughs> <laughs> it was, what was, was it like, as I said, something about... Oh, when I got Orla. Yeah. <laughs> from the when I went to the shop and got Orla. Came back with Orla. So she is our baby that we had. I don't know what you say. What She's was, your child. She's my child. Yeah, I don't know. But, I don't know what you say. So we had, yeah, so that's been good. I've seen you lots. I think I've missed the podcast. I miss like the chit chat. I miss, do you know what I miss? Like engaging with you guys, yeah. It's nice. I love when we like hear your stories and yeah, uh-huh. hear your questions and how you're getting on. Yeah, and yeah, I've definitely missed that side of things, and I'm excited to be on today. Yeah. But that being said, I've been probably too tired to like. I think I've probably been too tired to miss it properly because yeah. I've just been like at the moment. My life is just keeping Orla alive. <laughs> 
Yeah, no, I've really missed you. I think, like, it's fun having, like, guests and stuff, but, like, when I was doing it on my own, the last one, I really missed you. Um, Is it a bit yeah. harder? Talking to yourself? I actually felt but like you weren't I was doing crazy. I felt like I was talking to, like, I don't know. It just felt strange, but it was interesting. It was good to do it, but I'm glad you're back. Very happy you're back. But how has having Orla been? So it's been amazing actually. We've so I love her to bits. She's so cute. But we had a bit of a stressful beginning. So she was induced three weeks early. Now God has been in the centre of Orla's life the whole time. Like right, like right from the beginning in particular, we just felt God so strongly there. So basically, I was induced three weeks early because I didn't get any movements. I think I might have shared a bit about that in the podcast, possibly. Mm. Um. We, from about 33 weeks in, I would get two movements a day, one in the morning, one in the evening, and that would be it. And then by the week, I was hoping to kind of leave the induction until maybe week 38, 39, but on the week that we got an induced, we literally felt no movements at all, like hardly anything. So I had to go into the hospital every day to get monitored, which just was, it was quite tiring. We had some giggles though. I remember we that time we went together, it was quite fun. Yeah, I mean, because what, I was like hooked up to a monitor for <laughs> ages, like an hour every day. And then Orla would be so funny, like she would, like they would get the heartbeat and then she would wriggle and move away. Yeah, yeah, she was causing drama from the beginning. So we got induced, which is obviously like not really ideal, it's not what you want at thir- like for her to be three mm-hmm. weeks early, but we actually went there. And I was actually more ready for, like, birth than they would expect at 37 weeks. Like, I was, her head was engaged and everything. And, I'd, uh, yeah, my body was actually getting there. So, and that in itself was probably a first God just being in it, I would say. Because mm-hmm. it meant that the induction was a bit easier. It was a bit smoother. Or, like, I didn't need to get the sort of not as nice method at the beginning. So that was all really good. And then Orla came quite quickly and but then on day three unfortunately no day five unfortunately she had to go back into hospital um that in itself is all a story I'm not going to go into detail just because you start crying I'll cry (laughs) but basically she got really severe jaundice and she wasn't like feeding well but we didn't realize it that's kind of the long story short but we went into hospital she then had to go into the neonatal unit which was such a shock so that's basically like not the main unit they take your baby down and your baby's in an incubator in a little ward with like six other babies and the nurses and then you can only go like see the baby like so you can see the baby as much as you want but you're not with the baby so we would kind of go every couple of hours and like go feed her and go see her so she was in there for really severe jaundice and basically they thought that like they said um she'd probably be in in the phototherapy for a few days so she went in at like the evening so on the evening whatever and then by the next morning she'd actually responded really well to the treatment which was so good that was brilliant and then at lunchtime she was still like responding well but they took some more tests and at that point they said oh it'll be another 24 to 48 hours just by like the levels of jaundice that she's at because it was actually over the blood transfusion line and then, sorry, this is a bit of a long now, story. Like, so the blood transfusion line, that's like, she would need a blood 
Yeah, though she was just over the line, so they were hopeful that the therapy would bring it down, which it did, so that was really good, and they were confident she wouldn't need a blood transfusion. Is this story going on? No, it's okay. (laughs) Now, me and Matthew went, well, like, during the times when we were waiting between seeing her, we went to Berry Den, which is, like, a shopping kind of retail park just near the hospital, and we went and picked out an outfit, and while we were there, I was saying to Matthew, I was like, I cannot explain it, but I just know that, like, I was like, I have this really certain feeling that the doctors are going to come back tonight and say, like, Orla's done better than expected and she's going to be out of the phototherapy early. Like, I jet, like, and I was like, I don't even think it's wishful mm-hmm. thinking. Like, I actually just, like, I can't yeah. explain it. I just had this real confidence that that was going to happen. I, I, it was so bizarre. And then I was like, am I stupid for saying that? Like, I was kind of like, am I silly for saying this because is it wishful thinking? Or is it, like, from God? Mm. But I did voice it to Matthew, which I'm really glad I did because I, like, I I just can't explain it. It was so weird. And so we went, we were shopping, and Matthew was like, oh, like... And I was just like, I really, yeah, really feel this. And so then we went and saw Orla again. Like, she was still, like, doing well, but it was still a case of, like, they thought that she would need to be in still, like, for the extra 24 to 48 hours. Then, at 7pm, we were just waiting in our room and the nurse came through. The nurse was just finishing her shift. Tracy Babes. Tracy? Tracy Babes. And she was just finishing... Tracy Babes? Yeah, I did. That was her name, Tracy. She was a babe. Oh. Because <laughs> she told us this. Like she was such babes. a babe. Tracy Babes, her name was Tracy. I'm calling her Tracy Babes. So she comes through and she was like, just before I finish my shift, I thought I would tell you the amazing news. And we were saying, okay, what? And they do. So Orla's responded to the treatment really well and her levels of jaundice have dropped dramatically. They were like, we didn't expect this at all. It's really, she's done, it's just dropped like it's and she was like showing me the graph, like it just dropped straight down so dramatically. And they were like, She's at we can actually take her out of the incubator now and you can have her tonight. And I was just like, I knew it, I knew it. And, but I just honestly there was so do you know, there were so many people praying for Orla, so many people um that yeah, that really were praying. Yeah. And I do think God worked like God worked yeah. in her life so clearly like the fact that that's not even normal to happen yeah. and the fact that I just knew, I just knew that yeah. that was going to happen. I, I just think that that was in such a time of anxiety and in such a time when we were so yeah. worried for Orla. And actually, jaundice is really common and um, yeah, it's really common and they do, they do get better. But I think obviously when it's your baby and you know nothing yeah. about it, it's such a scary time. And the doctors weren't the most clear at times. No, either. no. Well, one of them had been quite... Um, quite blunt at the start when I didn't understand it. Very medical. I think it was just very medical. Yeah. So that really scared me because I was like, is she going, like, it kind of sounded like she was on death's door, to be honest. <laughs> uh, or not, not really, but it was like, we hope she'll be okay. And I was like, ah! <laughs> it was a bit scary. Yeah. But I just think in that time when I was so worried for Orla, God gave me that peace and that mm-hmm. knowledge that she would be fine. And he completely healed her and yeah. brought her levels of jaundice down dramatically and she yeah. was absolutely fine. 
And she's thriving. She really is thriving. So I thought that would just show <laughs> yeah. you. I thought I would share Orla's testimony on here. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, she had a testimony before the age <laughs> of one week. But I mean, we've kind of spoken about this before, but like. Obviously, there's no way of knowing, but do you think that Orla would have felt God's presence going through all of that? So as you said, I think it's really difficult to know, but I do, th- I do feel like she would. She maybe I don't really know. She, I, I really don't know what I'm saying here. I guess she wouldn't have registered. Like she's not going to register God at this sense in the way that we would understand God and faith. But I do just wonder if she would have felt God's presence with her and just felt that comfort for God because she was so... Ch- like, in the incubator, that's what they say, that the baby... They, like, they'd said to us, they were like, sometimes the babies don't like all the lights um, and it can... Like, they can cry a bit. But Orla was so chilled out. She looked like she was sunbathing in the Bahamas, <laughs> which in itself was a blessing because yeah. I think it would have been harder to leave yeah. when, if she was crying for me. Yeah. So I do... But, yeah, it's hard to know. I do think that given that God looked after her so powerfully mm. there and really did perform his... He, like, did perform a miracle there, I'm sure of it. Um, I think that she must have still felt a sense of God's comfort, although mm. she wouldn't necessarily register that that's yeah. what it was. I wonder. Yeah. You're the theologian, though. What what does the Bible say about these things? Do you know? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just... It's something I'd never thought about before. Yeah. Like... But yeah, babies must feel God's presence and like, yeah, I just, yeah. I guess it's like a reminder of how much God loves Orla, even though she's just this like tiny, tiny little, like she's not lived really much, but just through your whole pregnancy and through the beginning of her life, like God has really been on, like his hands really been on her yeah, life. And, yeah, definitely. Oh, she's just so cute though. I'm really excited to for her to like grow up and to see her personality and yeah. But yeah, that was the amazing way that God worked yeah. in her life. But how have you been? How have you found being an aunt? <sighs> and how have you found cleaning up all my mess? Um, me? I mean, I've not really cleaned up so much recently. I did at the start, but now I just mm-hmm. had Lorla. Um, oh, she's just so cute. But do you know, she's actually quite... She's got a really strong grip now. Yeah. And like, she was pulling my hair so much. And then when I got her hair out of my hand, she then starts screaming. She so, cries a lot. Yeah, she does cry a lot. She didn't used to cry a lot. When she had jaundice, she didn't cry so much. That's the one, the one good thing about it. Oh, but no, she's just, like, yeah. It's really quite... Because it's the first baby in our family, really. Mm-hmm. So it's quite amazing to see and experience that. Um, oh, she's just so lovely. Okay, but... Right, she's lovely. But one thing that we've found quite funny is the things that people say... Two babies and about babies. Yeah, I think my favourite one has to be the, like, <laughs> I want to eat you. Or, like, not I quite eat her. her. Oh, she's so cute. I can just eat her little face. <laughs> As Matthew said, oh, she's so cute. I could just be a cannibal or something. Did you know? <laughs> could just rip her limbs off and lunch <laughs> on them. It's just a bit, like... I can't, and I see it so much, like, oh, their little fingers, I could just eat them. <laughs> and I just do not understand it. But so many people say it, so it must be, like, a normal thing. But 
Sorry if you're listening to this and you've said that about a baby. I can't remember. Sorry, I just think it's so weird. But it is weird. I don't look at her and think I want to eat you. (laughs) Some people do. I don't know, because it's like, surely it's not just like a, is it like just a figure of speech or do people actually want to like... It was the shop assistant though. We were in a shop and the shop assistant said, she's so cute, I could eat her. So please don't eat my baby. I'm just enjoying shopping. (laughs) I'm just enjoying shopping. Chicken, go to KFC. <laughs> um, yeah, that one's a weird one. What else do people say that's a bit strange? Probably just like you get quite a lot of people that just stop and stare in the pram, like people I don't even know, like neighbour. Like it's like some of the neighbour, like people in my street or in my area, they just come and look into the pram, and, <laughs> but not yeah, and want to eat the babies. No. <laughs> tries to eat your baby just the dogs trying to eat them but i have it in the carrier quite a lot which is helpful yeah so yeah that's orla's story the dogs have been very cute with her as well they have been they've been nice though flora's quite boisterous she just bounces everywhere and wants to just bounce and she keeps trying to lick her she she has managed to lick her a few times it's unavoidable actually so funny. She's like, like there was one day that I accidentally left the car seat on the ground and Flora just gave a big lick right up the whole face. Uh. <laughs> I've not told And Matthew. I'm not allowed to kiss her. I know, I know. Like, I love how there was like so much about trying to like sterilise bottles and like you should, like family members shouldn't kiss babies at, like, or like, yeah, you shouldn't like kiss babies' heads and hands and feet and all this. Then the dog's just hands and slobbering feet. all over them. Yeah, they've got two hands and two feet. Hands and feet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you've got a hand. And you've got a feet. Or you've got two feet. No, you've got a hand. No. <laughs> what have you got? You've got a hand, you've got two hands, you've got a foot, or you've got feet. Yeah. Yeah. Well done, Anna. Two hands and feet. Head, shoulders, <laughs> That doesn't include the hands and feet, does it? Oh. But yeah, it's so funny, isn't it? Just... So, so you've had some good news lately as well though. How's God working in your life right now? So, <laughs> the first thing that came into my head was Zelda. What <laughs> Zelda? <laughs> I thought that, no, my good news is not that I have Zelda and I've been playing Zelda. My good news is I got funding for my PhD. Woo-hoo! So if you've been listening to us for a while, you'll know that I applied for a big funding thing for like tuition fees and a grant last year. And I didn't get it. And I was really disappointed. And it was just really rubbish because I really thought I would get it. And yeah, I was just really disappointed. So I've been self-funding my studies this last year, which is fine. It means that I have to work alongside it, which takes up time, obviously, that I would like to be doing my PhD, but then I need to pay for it. So yeah. But anyway, I applied for the funding again. And this time around, I got it. I was successful. Congratulations and celebrations. Okay, I'll stop. (laughs) That was beautiful, Anna. So beautiful. Um, but yeah, so that was really, really good news. It's just such a pressure off. And it's the mm-hmm. funding I've got. It's um, a place called, uh, a funding body called SASGH or SIGSA, but I really struggle to say that. Um, and yeah, they're like, like, they're just like so many opportunities with it. Like, um, they really invest in kind of you and yeah it's just really good opportunities and I'm just yeah so happy about it and it obviously means that I can give up my job now which as much as I love my job I work part-time at, at our church um and as much as I love it it would just be so good to only be doing my research yeah. and just do that full-time so I'm so happy 
Um, it just, yeah. Oh, oh, we've, oh been, we've got a baby. We've got a baby. Sorry, we just got interrupted by Orla um, getting her nappy changed. Um, but yeah, I can't remember what, what we were saying. saying. Oh, your funding. Yeah. The yeah. opportunities. Yeah, it's just a really amazing, yeah, I'm just so happy and it's, yeah, just amazing and just such an answer to prayer. Like, we've been praying so much for it. Um, especially because next year Hayden, my husband's going back to uni to be to study te- to become a teacher, um, and yeah, we were just like a bit worried about how everything was gonna go because obviously like he needs he, like we won't have an income next year. You're going to be um, poor. Going to be poor. Um, but yeah, so it was just really nice to be like actually we'll be fine, and we also found out that Hayden's getting his tuition fees paid for by like the government because they need teachers. So That's yeah, so it just. Good. It's just all worked out amazingly and such an answer to prayer when, like, this year we've managed fine, but next year we were just getting a bit stressed. Like, I don't think I'd quite realised how stressed I was about how we were going to finance everything, but it's all all worked out well. So, yeah, really, really happy. Um, and, yeah, just amazing. But, yeah, so funding Zelda and gardening. And you've been enjoying your greenhouse. yeah. I've loved the greenhouse. I mean, I kind of spoke about that last time I spoke on the podcast, but yeah, loving it. And I've discovered desperados. <laughs> oh, yes, I introduced Zoe to desperados. <laughs> yeah, and now you're now you can't get off them. I can't. I've had three in my whole life, and I really <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're going um, wild. Yeah, but no. So that's been me. Nothing really. Well, yeah, that is quite a big thing. What finding that you like desperados? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, the funding. It's, yeah, it's just been really nice and, yeah, exciting. Well, that's, so that's a little bit of an update on both of us for this podcast. We hope you've enjoyed it. Yeah. It's been a wee bit different, it's I guess. nice to be back. Nice to be back, bit of story time. I probably won't be back all the time Yeah. now, just, it was quite tiring having a newborn. Yeah, but we'll hope. probably stick to every two weeks still and just see how things see go. See how it goes. Oh, we should give an update on mum as well. Oh, yes. Um, Our mum, if you have been listening for a while, you'll know that she's going through chemotherapy for breast cancer. Um, And yeah, she's doing really, really well. She's now had five out of the eight sessions. Yeah. Thank you so much to everyone oh, that's been so praying for her as well. Yeah, we really appreciate it. And yeah, hopefully we'll have her on at some point once it's all over. Well, because God's been so good to us, we thought we'd just end on a Bible verse about joy. So in true That Christian Podcast style, I have Googled Bible verse about joy. So Psalm 47 verse 1 says, Clap your hands, all you nations, shout to God who cry with cries of joy. It's just a nice one. You know, we should be shouting to God in joy and just thanking God for when he does provide for us and when good things happen. Um yeah. yeah. And I think as well, like, even when it's not just, like, it's easy to be joyful when we've mm. seen God work so clearly in our lives right now. Like, we've had a tough, there has been a tough year with difficult things, but we've seen God's goodness through it all. Mm. But I think even when life feels mundane, it's still important yeah. to shout to God for joy. Because there yeah. will be times for us now when life will feel more mundane, yeah. which could be nice for a while. Yeah. Praising God in the good and the bad and the mundane. Yeah. Well, anyway, we hope you have a lovely couple weeks and we'll be back soon with a new episode. Bye!